Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast and we either get questions off the internet, which we, you know, we hunt through the fronds and the trees and the vines and we find them there, wild, just skittering around the internet for you. Or we get them sent in, packaged and roasted with rosemary and thyme from our lovely listeners like yourself. You're hungry, aren't you? I'm always hungry. That's fair. I've just eaten. A, I usually don't eat this early. And I'm so full of pad thai right now that mm. I'm, I'm mildly uncomfortable. That's nice. I just stuffed myself yeah. full of candy because I feel a little zonked. I got boosted today. So I'm a boosted boy. I got the brand new version of uh, Bill Gates's stuff downloading on my brain. <laughs> Perfect. So it's going to be a powerful episode. I was supposed to be boosted already. Supposed to get boosted on the six, but I done got the COVID. And you decided to go get sick. Yeah. Then I was like, you know what? I'd rather snort some of this Omicron up my nose first. Hmm. You ate far too much COVID, and I told you it was going to ruin your dinner. (laughs) It's true. It did. Uh, I also went for a very long walk today. Very long walk. Very exciting. So I'm also a little zonked. I wish I had some candy. Should we do some questions? Uh, How about we jump into a little sex news? Okay. Did you hear about Members Only Waffle House? No. It's an X-rated dessert shop that just popped up on Queen West. Okay. So they make waffles in the shape of dicks. Oh, yes. Yes, I do know about this. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the And if thing. I remember correctly, they they have like ice cream in them and like they come out the, the, the tip. We can only hope so. I think so. I think, there, also, I think there is like a, an ejaculate simulation. That's fair. Honestly, I just saw the thing and I was like, That's that's all I got, really. But I'm just going to bring this funny. Someone saw this posted uh, around Toronto on some lampposts, and it says, written in giant black permanent marker, Samantha, stop telling people you broke up with me. I broke up with you first. You can't break up with someone once they have already broken up with you first. I broke up with you first, underline. So Damn. someone out there needs to listen to this podcast. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Samantha. Yeah, I know. Samantha, what are you doing? You can't break That's up like with someone. It's like saying, you've, been, you've already been broken up. Yeah. She was all definitely like, oh, this won't work. And he's like, no, because I'm, I'm, yeah, you can't fire me because I already quit. Yeah. I'm breaking up with you first. I'm in there. Well, that's, we're projecting. We don't know. Maybe Samantha is a terrible person. Maybe she's ruining this poor person's life. You know what? I've dated the Samantha. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Maybe it's the all same right, one. Was, Ooh. Maybe. Maybe I wrote the note. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is this, is it's this your out. way of getting it's validation right now? Are you ready for a question? Yeah. Okay. We're not going to get into the title here. This is by Automatic okay. Boot. Uh, male 30, female 29. We've been dating for about four years and decided to pop the question during dinner last night. I asked the staff at her favorite restaurant to hide the ring and the brownie so she would find it mid-bite and propose. I see in hindsight now how much of a bad idea this was. It seemed like who a good thinks, idea since we met. Whoever thinks this is a good idea. Since we met over a bake sale over brownies. So she took a few bites, about four, and it looks like she chewed and no ring came out. I asked the manager I gave it to, a personal friend of mine, if he put the ring in the brownie and he confirmed he put it in right before he brought it to the table. I asked him to look everywhere just to make sure. I mean, accidents happen, but either the ring dropped somehow or she ate it. My friend told me a ring is nowhere to be found. I asked him to look everywhere and nothing. I'm still kind of freaked out. I don't know how to tactfully tell her she might have eaten her engagement. And this is how do I tell my girlfriend? 
I think she might have eaten her engagement ring. It makes me so mad. Even like when people are like, oh, put the ring in the glass of Prosecco. Why? You spent so much money on it. Don't put it in a fucking glass of Prosecco, idiot. Well, that's the thing. It's like they probably want to put it on, right? And it's like if they put it on, it's going to be all sticky. And that's like you got to go home and wash your engagement ring. Also, like, yeah, I don't know. What if, what if they accidentally drink it? Like what might have just happened here? I, that's And my thing is like, look. If you want to like, like put it on the top, you know what I mean? Like put a little bit so that they see it. But like, I don't know if you've ever crunched something that shouldn't be in food, but I've definitely, I've been to a restaurant once and there was like a, like a fucking like, like a a nut from like a nut and bolt, (laughs) like an actual piece of metal. Oh no. Yeah. In, uh, and like it fucking hurts to chunk down on that. So it's like, why would you be like, haha, got you. I've shattered your fucking molar marry me yeah that's the thing it's like even if this worked out and like they found it in their mouth it's like they're gonna be upset and bewildered if not outright hurt or choke or swallow it like these are all bad things and then best case scenario they're like oh i pulled it out of my mouth and it's it's dirty it's got chocolate on it and it's like got full of saliva but wow let me finish swallowing so we celebrate this moment but also the poor restaurant I hate when people are like, oh, even just like put a candle on this when it goes out. Like if you don't do candles or whatever, that's a lot of shit to dump on people who are already doing literally a million other things. Don't fucking put the restaurant on this kind of stress. Yeah, it is not their job to make your proposal go well. And like, you know, this seems like probably they're doing it. If if the manager is a personal friend of yours, maybe that's the the agreement there. Cool, whatever. But like, Mm -hmm. But even Don't. then, is he a friend if he went and stole your ring instead of putting it in this brownie? Because I think we both know that's probably more likely that the ring never made it out than if you yeah, accidentally I mean, swallow it, right? Hey, like t- Times are tough for us restaurant folk. I got laid off for the fourth time in two years. So, Hey, uh, is it preferable to working minus 28 on a patio like I did the other day where I no, made a I know, whole but dollar? I, <laughs> but times are tough. That's an engagement hey, ring that yeah. you, you could have put in your, your hot little pockets. Mm-hmm. My pockets have never been hotter. This has got to be a trope that started in film and movies and TV and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I highly doubt that this was a thing that people actually did because the, the risk of it is so high of it going poorly. So stop, stop fucking doing this and stop trying to like make like if you want to have a big grand romantic proposal making someone fish out the ring out of their mouth while they're eating dessert is not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, how does he tell her? Uh, I mean, you don't. Well, hey, if you were okay with her fishing out the ring from a dense brown object before... Yeah, it's, it's still going to happen. Yeah, the, the difference between a brownie and a turd is, is very minimal. You cannot tell them because you're going to ruin the surprise and then it's, you know, insult to injury to a hospital trip. What you got to do is, oops, our toilet's broken. I got this litter tray for the week. And then you just, when she's out of the room, you got to go through it. Go, go yes, quest. That's, yeah. I, I also know that like anytime my toilet is broken, the next alternative is mm-hmm. <laughs> pooping human in my cat's tray. litter box. Oh no, don't be a fucking, just don't be disgusting. Yeah, human one, dude. So here, like, I feel like you do have to tell her because depending on the cut of this ring, it could do some fucking pretty pretty solid damage to your intestinal tract and your digestive system i imagine now what if you get a metal detector and when they're not looking <laughs> whoop, across the stomach hmm, did it beep yeah if it beeped Hopefully. then maybe yeah 
Then you go tell her. Hopefully they don't have a belly button ring because then you'll have to get her to remove that somehow. Mm-hmm. Then you like accidentally rip it off during sex, like sneeze and oh, oops, and then beep when they're like screaming in pain. Beep, beep. Oh. Remember at the beginning of the episode where we said we're a dating and sex advice podcast? <laughs> I feel like we, <laughs> we've not That's so far. <laughs> I've... Well, I'm doing the joke stuff first before we get to the real stuff because my brain feels foggy. You got it ask her you gotta mention it to her i don't know you know what i think you gotta do you get down on your knee and you propose and then she's gonna be happy she might be like where's the ring and then you say here's the funny thing you might have eaten it and then you tell (laughs) them because then you get your engagement out of the way the engagement part is fun this is gonna be a funny story later and then i guess they just have to think about what they felt when they swallowed and maybe check their shit i don't know but like Otherwise, it's possible it never made it to the brownie or went to the wrong brownie, in which case it's in someone's hot little pocket or someone else. Did any other table jump up and start going, oh, my God, oh, my God, while you were there? Because if that's the case, yeah, the table someone else you now, seem to really enjoy that brownie. Yeah, there was crying. There was screaming. The guy looked very scared. Also, you couldn't find a, like a fancier dessert than a brownie for, for your engagement. You don't know these brownies. Maybe they were in the shape of a dick with ice cream inside. Also, not a great option for an engagement. <laughs> but I think, honestly, I think you have to propose because, like, if you just say, oh, you might have eaten your engagement ring. It's like they're never going to get that proposal. So it's like, get down on one knee, propose. Hopefully you still have the box. And don't tell them that they might have eaten it until after they're very excited and happy and they've hugged you. And, like, you pop open the box and then you're like, by the way. Because then they still get the proposal and the surprise and the happiness. Because if you just say, hey, you might have eaten your engagement ring, you've ruined that. They're never going to get it. Yeah, and then you have to. That's my. Then you have to break the bad news of. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, you're gonna you have, have to, to shit let me this calendar for a week. <laughs> Look, I love you very much, and I want to spend the rest of our lives together. And we're gonna start that by me ex- thoroughly examining your poop for the next couple days. In times like this, it's called stool. <laughs> Why? Because it's more medical, more medically appropriate. These people are breaking down the barriers and spending their lives together it's not a medical procedure this is a <laughs> intimate moment and if you can't say poop in the most intimate of moments and you shouldn't get married <laughs> let me finger your shit also spend the rest of my life with me becky yeah thank you hey maybe this opens a new door for you to explore together maybe you guys mm-hmm. are both into scat play now what we need to do is put this situation in the back pocket for next time someone's like hey i think i might be into ship i don't know how to you know broach the subject And we're like, well, do we have the one for you? Get them a brownie. Yeah. Pretend there was an engagement ring in it. Then you get to go. You get to delve through their bowel leavings all week. Maybe like introduce us as a sex thing. Be like, look, I really want you to poop on me. Oh, there we go. One to two days. Mm -hmm. Let's try it out. You have to poop. Yeah. Look, we're in lockdown right now. We're working from home. The second you have to poop for the next two days, I want you to do it in my hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hold these magnets for unrelated reasons. We should. I feel like we're getting a little too poop centric. Perhaps we should move on to a new question. Now, the thing is, uh, did we not already announce that this is the only question we're doing this week? Oh, this is our, our poop. Yeah. 172. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, if you like count the letters in the alphabet and add them up to mm-hmm. 172, it does spell poop episode. It does. Yeah. And also, if you know much about like kind of the like celestial bodies and like the numbers and the the meanings that they represent. Uh, Mercury right now is in poop episode brigade. Um, so <laughs> it would be weird if you didn't uh, do it. 
Hit me. Okay, this is re- this is Reddit user Kisscomer. How do you go Kiss-comer? for multiple rounds? Kisscomer. C U C U M M E R. Yes, it is exactly as you think it is. This is a sex podcast okay, now. Good. You can't get distracted every time I say the word comer. Maybe maybe they were like getting nearer. I don't know, dude. I'm all about fucking specificity and accuracy. That's how our listeners know me. How do you Mr. go accurate. for multiple they rounds when they email? They email me and they say, "Hey, Mister Accurate, we have okay. a question for you." How to go for multiple rounds? I have heard people go for five or four, five, eight to ten times in a day. I don't know how you people manage. I can't go for more than one round at a time. I get hard again after a couple of minutes, but I'm not in the mood again. It's like my horny switch flipped off for a couple hours. Any advice for going multiple rounds? Hmm. Well, definitely don't go too soon. One. Two, I think it has to be like, I don't know. Because like with new partners, you're obviously a little bit more excited. So I think it's easier. But with longer term partners, they know exactly what to do to get you going. We need to examine. There's not a whole lot of information here. Mm -hmm. But we need to figure out why you want to go multiple rounds. Is it? Are you trying to like match the the sort of expectations that society and or you know media has set for men that like a good male sexual partner can like go forever or is it just some arbitrary value because like if you have sex and are then satisfied and don't feel like you want to keep having sex you shouldn't keep having sex well that's right like 100 percent it right it's like Oh, I want like, you know, I'm not horny. How do I feel horny? It's like, if you're not horny, you're not horny. If you're done, if you don't want to have sex, which it doesn't sound like you do, then it's going to be kind of awful to do it. Even if you can get like a physical reaction, it's like, if you're not into it, that physical reaction isn't going to last very long and you're not going to enjoy it. And then like, it's it's just like a self-defeating prophecy then. So like, I think this would be a different question if they were like, oh, I'm super horny, but like my junk doesn't cooperate i'm like i can't get hard or it takes me forever to come or like blah 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 blah. but it does sound exactly like what you're saying where for arbitrary reasons this person just wants to be able to have said like i went four rounds you know so Mm -hmm. i think you gotta start and examine why you want this because it doesn't sound like you do and if you don't it's never gonna happen yeah like there's nothing i mean thankfully i'm i'm pretty easy to convince to get into the mood even i'm like not particularly like horny at the moment I, it's usually very very easy to tip the scales in the in the horny favor for me so like that's great but i absolutely know what you mean where it's like after you've had sex i've had people be like let's go again. and it's like i no, like i like i'm good i i'm happy to if you know if there's something that you, i can do for you to help push you into that territory of being like ah no more is needed then for by all means, absolutely. But if it involves me forcing myself and struggling to get hard again, to have sex again, like, no. But if you need me to go down on you or finger you or something else, absolutely. I have no problem with that. But trying to either force someone to have sex with you again when they don't want to or trying to force yourself to have sex again because you think you have to is not the, the recipe for a healthy sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like my refractory period is usually pretty low anyway, but like, that's just me. You know what I mean? That's everyone is different. And like, I could have, you know, I could be one a day and done. I could be 10 a day, which by the way, I have done once and it sucked. You it's know, great. my dick hurt so much for days. It was like a deep muscle ache. And the thing is, it's like the first few were great, but like towards the end, 
we were literally just hammering them out because we both kind of decided we wanted to hit that arbitrary number. No, like that's the thing. That's where you're going to end up and it's not fun. So chill, you don't need it. I find that like two is my, it's rare that I go twice. Mm -hmm. I'm usually a, I usually enjoy having just like a good solid one. And then like, you know, maybe like a, a, a time to, you know, eat, drink or like have a good chat. And then should the, the conversation flow into sexy territory, go for it again. But I, th- I feel like for me to that, I actually enjoy it stops being enjoyable for me after two, usually, because at that point, it's like number three, the likelihood of me finishing very, very slim, very, very slim. And at that point, I feel like that's when the, you know, the dick pain comes in the way that you were describing mm-hmm. sort of that, like mm-hmm. that deep interior sort of ache, ache comes yeah, in. It's like, great. That's like that. The word ache shouldn't be no. something that that is in my genitals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pain has a place in the bedroom when it's consensual and, <laughs> and everyone's on board and sent safely. Aches? Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Unless it's like an achingly slow blowjob or something. You know what I mean? But that's there isn't, it. but that's not an actual ache. That's a metaphysical thing. Exactly. Ache. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like I, and again, like you're, you're saying two is, you know, enough for you i could definitely do four easy but again this is just people being different so it doesn't matter what i now, say that, it doesn't matter what dane says can you actually finish like three and four like oh yeah oh yeah wait, but, and, and like and, again like, for okay like are we talking about a day or are we talking like an hour you know what i mean i'm talking because about like for one, me, one sit down session like you don't leave the bed and you're just going it, like if we're talking about from like you know dusk till dawn i think four is a yeah i could probably do four Hmm. But so, I'm talking about like, you know, you have a glass of water and get right back in it. Okay. Yeah. If it's like, you're not exactly departing, you know, cause like the 10 was over a full day, you know what I mean? And it's like, we went and got fucking steak and oysters at one point and like came back. And I think if we hadn't done that, like, God, it would just probably get boring at some point. And like, then it's like, what counts as a break? You know what I mean? Is an hour or two is a nap is water and food, like blah, blah, blah. So these are all hard to quantify, but like, if it's just the one session, yeah, I think two is about. Like it's, it's the nice, it's a midpoint between doable and like, like regularly doable. Like maybe you could hammer out three the odd time or whatever. Maybe it's only one, but like two is probably about median. Anyway, all this goes to say, if you're not into it, you're not into it. And you need to examine or tell us why it is that you want to be able to go multiple rounds. As Dane said, if your partner wants more, great. You can give it to them. You don't need to fuck them. You can go down on them. You can finger them. You can... If they're good to go another time and yeah, bring toys, right? Like there are so many things you can do that like don't need your dick. So if that's not an option for you, don't torture yourself by trying to convince your sleeping serpent to rise. Just fucking pleasure them and they're not going to care that you didn't use your dick. In fact, they'll probably prefer that you didn't. So yeah. And like these are things that you need to address with your partner to like early on to sort of suss out compatibility. And then, you know, the compromises and concessions you need to make in your sexual relationship, as now said, like if, if they're the kind of person that wants to go multiple times and, and you aren't, maybe this relationship won't work in terms of a sexual compatibility, but there are tons of ways to make it work. Like we've said, oral fingering toys. So like if once you guys are, are, are done, and they need a little something more. That's the time that you like talk about that and be like, cool. I don't have it in me to go another round. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. As much as I'd love to, 
uh, you know, my body just won't cooperate and I'm kind of at its mercy. What other options can we pursue to to get you where you need to go? Because I would 100% like to make sure you're just as satisfied as I am. And then you have that conversation. And if you guys don't work compatibility wise, you don't sucks time to move on. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are are going to work together, then it's like, great, maybe go to a sex shop and, and pick out a toy that would be fun for both of you to use. And like on top of that, it's like, if you are determined to try to give this a shot, you are going to need your partner to be on board and like understand where you're coming from so that if you get soft, they're not going to be upset. If you don't finish, they're not going to be upset, etc. But on top of that, it's like foreplay. Take your time. Get them to like really get you going, right? Because like I'm sure there are times where like someone's been doing X, Y, or Z and you're like, mm, we can skip that part because like if we're going to fuck, I need to have some stamina. This is the time yeah. you get to enjoy, like have a big, long blowjob before you get going. Like enjoy that part that maybe you don't get to enjoy as much before, or maybe you do, and then just do more of it. Work with that. Get them to really nail down the things that you really like. You know, don't forget to focus on them. Try something new. You can do it. So take your time. Good luck. And and don't just have sex arbitrarily because you think that is what is required of you. Talk about yes. with your partner have the conversation with yourself, figure out why you want to do this and then make healthy and fair decisions based on those, those mm-hmm. conversations. This is by fake safe word, which seems weird. I don't like that. Uh, I've been ripping off song lyrics to get numbers. In case anyone was wondering about things they can do to keep conversations going. I start ripping off remotely cryptic song lyrics to songs I like and claiming their poems and saying them straight face to women. Make sure you maintain eye contact when you do it. And it works well. Yes, I am randomly looking at someone and begin reciting. I'm not asking if they want to hear a poem or a warning, because that might come off corny or weird. Just make eye contact and start reciting. One girl knew a song it was from, called me out on it, but ended up laughing our asses off about how ridiculous it was that I attempted that. I got her number anyways. So this is some advice posted on seduction. And I want, one, your songs of choice, because obviously this is how we did it too. And two, your thoughts on this very standard approach. If you're horny... Let's do it. Oh. Ride it. My pony. Ride what? Oh, you have a horse? My pony. I just said it. Are you not listening to my art? I'm sorry. I was blindsided because I'm actually talking to my mom outside of a shop here. Uh, mom, shut <laughs> shut the fuck up. There's a poet talking to me. Um, I Sorry. Yeah, pony. Wow. Um, how old? She makes you order the French champagne. The, the, the pony? I don't remember the mom, next line I- of that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Uh, apparently, his go-to was there used to be a graying tower alone on the sea. You became the light side or the Fucking light on the dark seal? side. Seal, kiss from a yeah. rose. I don't believe this at all, sir. Also, who doesn't know that? Come on, you got to eat some <laughs> booty like groceries. So I'd just say you've got your ball, you've got your chain. Tie to me tight. Tie me up again. Is this Dave Matthews? Yeah. <laughs> How did I know that? How did you know? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say that this probably won't work for you, friends. I think if this works for this guy, good for him. I think it like as long as I think the reaction of like someone calling him out and then laughing. Well, I think I, it's the a, funny thing is, I think that's actually very like positive. Yes. I think like if this is your your stupid gambit that you're willing to like bust out, it's harmless. You know what I mean? Like it's, you're not assaulting them. He's not telling you to fucking like, I assume he means that like, if you're talking to someone and you've already engaged in a conversation 
and you bust this out. Like it's a it's something to catch people off guard. I, I don't hate it in terms of things that seduction has offered us. It's not it's not the worst. He's not being like, oh, you know, walk up to strangers and just start resetting. He's, it doesn't seem like that's his advice. He, I think it sounds more that like, you know, in mid conversation with someone that you're already talking to drop some shitty, <laughs> like some, some seal lyrics on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and you know what, if it works for you, it works for you. I think it is very much something you have to commit to. And I feel like trying to replicate it likely not going to find any results. Unless you find no, like a song that not. just like is very funny and everyone knows. Like if you, I don't know. I think it would actually be better if you like, if they ask you what you do and you're like, Oh, actually I'm a poet. And then you recite like bought by Hanson <laughs> or, or something that is very obviously like all the small things by blink 182, something that everyone knows that is yeah. actively not good poetry. <laughs> then like, I, yeah, sure, I think maybe. if it's very clear, you're, like doing you're like if you both know that you're just reciting song lyrics it could be very funny like worst case they're like this guy's weird but like if you're chill about it and you laugh and it's like you know what you're doing they know what you're doing it could be a funny icebreaker you just then also need to be like chill enough to laugh along and you know or just be like yeah that was really weird ha bye i yeah i think like there's nothing wrong with being afraid to be a little strange or weird or like have a joke or be funny these are all yeah. good things. Um, it's weird that this is one of the more positive seduction things. Yeah, it's like I think like something like you know a Sir Mixalop or Sir Mixalot drop of being like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. You know what I mean? Like opening with that is like especially if if the lady you're talking to has. Now has the thing is thought. that's a little bit more aggressively sexual, and I do also think this person was talking about like cold approaching like that. So maybe not something like maybe that. not. No, you know, I feel like you then you're being a little like a good bit of a core first. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just a little little segue into, into the world of seduction. I'd like to keep you updated. I spent almost, what, 48 hours on that Reddit last year for you guys. I think that's I've become a worse long. person because of it. And I just want that's you all to too know. too long. This comes from which is weird. This this question should have had the previous username, in my opinion kiss come the question is going down with a beard i 23 year old male have a beard and anytime i go down on my partner and she finishes i come up with spit and her cum all stuck in my mustache and chin area i usually go just wash it off and then we'll get back to it it's not her wanting me to wash it off it's just because i feel a little messy i can tell it's kind of it kind of kills the mood i know sex is supposed to be messy but it's hard for me not to go wash my face does anyone else have a beard with this problem? And is there any way to get rid of this mental block? And then in brackets, they do clarify, I will not be shaving because I like my beard. <laughs> Damn, that was my only advice. No. Which is, hey, let me tell you, I feel you, brother. I would not. If someone was like, oh, just shave your beard. I'd be like, no. No, not at all. Not. That's, that, like, that's a solution, sure. But like, that's not why you come to us. We, you come to us for like the finesse, not the brute force, you know? Yeah. I just What's your wipe solution? my mouth with the back of my hand and uh, I'm good. <laughs> just give it a good old cartoon like kiss, just like a just back just of the hand, a, start at the elbow, work away yeah, just right down, flick yeah, it off. Like now I don't have as majestic of a beard as you. You know, I do have the facial hair, but like yeah, unless I would someone say was like, yours, you have specifically all of the area <laughs> cover that would get messy. True, but I don't think I have the same like mouth region absorbability that you i would imagine do no no definitely you know? not like 
So yeah, honestly, like if my partner was like, you know, and some people are on various levels of the like comfortability with like that. So it's like, I would match my approach to kind of their preferences, but like, it doesn't bother me. So I usually just give them the wipe of the wipe the back of the hand and just keep going. I have a couple moves that I do. One. Mm-hmm. Are you, let me guess, usually, you're a towel lying in wait kind of guy. No, absolutely not. Okay. The you're a first thing I do. Cloth. Yeah. I have a warm towel just sitting, a warm, moist towel that I have ready mm-hmm. to just dip, 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 dip. No, I mean, the first thing, like if I've done my job, my partner usually requires a little bit of time to to recover after my performance. So I will use that time to sort of like kiss the inner thigh or make my way up the body slowly. And what I'm really doing there, you're snail trailing. Yeah. It's just (laughs) wiping my juices back upon them. (laughs) Uh Yeah. You need Um, to leave a little slug trail from clit to to lips. It's a little gift for them. And a little Mm -hmm. cleanup for me is the way I like it. Cause I'm giving them nice sensual kisses and also wiping their juices back upon themselves to You're be reabsorbed. To them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other option you can do is once again, like if if they need a second to to catch their breath and and you know recover or whatever, uh, you're probably on a bed most likely. Just grab one of the sheets. Give yourself a quick, whoa, whoa. quick, quick wipe down. Whoa. Um, I also don't think I think there's something sexy to be said about the the face wipe as well i think there's something mm. kind of hot of being like i did my job much like i've just eaten a delicious meal i'll wipe my face mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. it's like you know when those wings are just so good that it's everywhere and you're done and you're just like Bleh. that's like you're they're seeing that you did a good job after they just felt that you did a good job and it's yeah you know. but it sounds um, like this is a you problem question asker not a not a does, yes so it's like our well Maybe you need to talk to your partner and see what they're comfortable with. Because one, to make sure whether like if they think you leaving is kind of like taking out of your like sexual momentum as it seems like you're worried. Because if they're not and you're cool with this, then fuck it. No harm, no foul. If they are, then you can bring up like, the oh, well, I'm worried that it's messy and whether or not you care about it. And if they don't, then it is 100% a you thing. And then you can be left with the do I care or not question. If you care, maybe leave a towel lying in wait. You know what I mean? If yeah. if it's if something like that would make you feel better, it's a good compromise. You don't have to get up, but you don't just like ignore it, right? And if you are okay with it, now that you know that they're okay with it, get a little messy. Just get a little messy. I would imagine that he probably doesn't care too much about the mess because I feel like anyone that adverse to it wouldn't be getting that messy in the first place. You'd get the like the weird hover, you know, oral sex where someone's afraid to like really get down into the, into the <laughs> juicy bits. So I like, I imagine that he's probably okay with the, the mess. It's poor, probably more after the fact of being like, I'm now covered in your juices and we are now going to be making out. So I think it probably is him considering his partner, which is a great thing mm-hmm. to do. But as now yeah, said, always. have the conversation just being like, Hey, when I'm, when I come out, I'm very, very messy. And do you care about that? Yes, no, as you said. And I think I think the the best compromise here is, like you said, have a towel just on standby so that you can clean up and get right into it. That way, it's like you're mm-hmm. getting clean. You're not leaving the room and having a, a quick, you know, face wash, and you get right into it. 
problem solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let them know like why you're asking. Just like, oh, I, I, like I'm worried that I'm kind of like taking away from the momentum when I leave. Like, just have the discussion. Say why you do it. Say why you're worried. See where they're at. If they're like, oh yeah, it doesn't bother me. Just like you know, back of the hand, boom. Then you know, again, if you're if you are uncomfortable with it, maybe it's just like the towel. Like then it's a you thing. So it's like, will a towel be enough for you? And just work from there because we can't really determine your comfort level from this and from your own brain. But I feel like we've given you enough options to work around. Have a nice warm lemon finger bowl the way that like, Mm -hmm. you know, barbecue restaurants have so that you can sort of like like, a fancy wing place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you can be lemony fresh. Does anyone do that anymore? Do places still do that? Uh, Not COVID. Are you joking? Make a COVID soup out of your fingies? (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Uh, I honestly, I don't know. I haven't been to a place this in a while. Good old lemon bowl. Good old lemon bowl. Right. This is by Bam E. The game for girls. How do I get the guy? Most people are familiar with Neil Strauss's The Game, but does a similar version for women exist? Like, how do I get the guy? In my opinion, one of the most fundamental ways men and women differ is that for women, winning the game is marriage, whereas for men, winning the game is having as many sex partners as possible. I know it's a rough generalization, but let's play. How do women get the guy, the one and only? How do I, female, late 20s, win my crush's affection, male, early 20s? I think we're perfect for each other. He's mature for his age, but still a college student. By his own words, he wants a girlfriend, but is not yet ready for kids. We've been on a few dates. We've had amazing sex. The kid talk. And he seems very trusting and trustworthy. But it's a few days later and no word. Is he playing me? Not interested? Dating another girl? I'm looking for either a set of rules for women to getting the dream guy or solid advice from you guys how to stand out and become more than just a sexual acquaintance. Thank you, Hart. I like that question exhausted me. Yep. Because look, there's no rules. If there were rules, everyone would be doing it. Everyone (laughs) would be exactly with who they want to be with. And like, sorry, but that's not how it works. Yeah, life would be so fucking boring if there were rules. And like, even if they existed, they would not exist for long because if everyone was doing it, which they would be, they wouldn't work anymore because they'd be so fucking boring. Like, that's how the world works. Like, there is no world where the rules have existed or would exist and they don't. So I think one very important thing people can do is get that out of their fucking mind. There's no trick. There is no like secret for things you didn't realize you were doing because if there were, people would sell it to you and you'd be good for life. And it would just get around and it would just be a thing. People scam lonely, sad people out of money by pretending there are rules and there aren't. Hey, you know what? Like I, so yes, I agree with you 100%. There are no rules, but I mean, if we want to think about it, there are, don't be a garbage person. Be honest. Yes. Like though, like if you were looking for rules, they're kind of like, just look at what it means to be a decent human being. Mm -hmm. And that those are the rules to, hopefully attract the partner that you want now these are rules to not to not lose your partner at least not be automatically disqualified this person wants a surefire way like a a checklist to just go tick 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 oh shit we're married um that was my other thing i was like is she saying that her end game is marriage because she makes some pretty broad generalizations there as well being like men winning the game is all sex women winning the game is but she didn't really say what her win scenario is i'm assuming the fact that she generalized women as having that means that she buys into that idea i don't know yeah hit me what what, what do you what's your recommendation for this this last like you need 
like I said, like it's 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 all the shit that we say all the time. One, talk mm-hmm. to this person. Be like, hey, I really like you, and I would like to pursue a more serious relationship with you. That's how you mm-hmm. do it. That's how you get into relationships like a normal human being. There's no mind game. There's no do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that situation that will reel them in. Are there things that you could do to increase your attractiveness? Probably. Are there, you know what I mean? Like, are there little little tricks that maybe you could pull off? But again, it's so circumstantial, as we saw with, you know, Mr. Song poem lyric guy. That might do great for him. But I would imagine 99% of the people who might try to copy that wouldn't find any success with it because it doesn't mean anything to them. So trying to find what works for one person is like trying to find, like having someone who wrote a number one song be like, Oh yeah. So I just sat down and I thought about my breakup. And then you being like, cool, I can write a number one song because I just have to sit down and think about my breakup. Yeah. It's like, no, there's so many other variables at play and it, it's not a, it's not an equivalency from person to person. It is not the same thing mm-hmm. for anyone. So trying to find these set of rules that are going to make your life easier and get you the partner exactly who you want, it's not going to work. And trying to trying to operate that way is only going to make your life more difficult than if you just Mm -hmm. be honest with yourself, be honest with your partner and just operate under those those guidelines. You know what I mean? Operate with a set of moral parameters that you believe in and move forward with that and like that's really the advice that i can give to anyone not just this person just everyone ever regardless of whether you're trying to date someone or not the way that you will find success and and feel good about yourself at the end of the day is maintain what you believe in and do your best to operate under those parameters honestly forever (laughs) (laughs) okay like so here's my rules rule one there are no rules right like there isn't going to be a list of rules that'll just get you there like that's insane you need to forget that rule two don't talk about rules don't talk about rules it's been a few days no word is he playing me not interested dating another girl one whoa calm down two how the fuck would we know all you've told us is that few days no word and that applies to you if that's all you know why would your mind jump there three if they haven't reached out to you reach out to them it very much feels like you're in a, a ball in his court kind of situation where like, oh, I really like this guy, but like, fuck, I'm just sitting here waiting for him to message me. Fucking message him. If it doesn't work out, great, whatever. But like, it's not going to, you're not going to even get to that point if you don't have any kind of like impetus. Also, you want to stand out. People like people who are confident. Guys like women who aren't afraid to reach out, who don't play these stupid like, I can't message him, I'm a girl fucking games, right? So don't fall into that trap. Dane raised a very good point. If you want to date someone, ask them. But it might be a bit early because you said you've been on a few dates. And the fact that you were talking about marriage as well, this is my point. Don't move too fast. You don't know this person that well yet. You're saying he's your dream crush. You're saying you're talking about kids and marriage and like, how do I get him? And it's like, again, kind of dial that back a little. It's great that you like this person, but you did just meet them. And it's like marriage should be because you've met someone who's phenomenal and like, you really want to spend the rest of your life with them, not just like, oh, he ticks these boxes. I got to get there as fast as I can. Then you just want marriage. You don't want this person. Learn to get to know this person and appreciate them for who they are. Don't move too quickly. Be honest. Don't play fucking games and calm down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think get to know the person is an excellent rule to have. It's a pretty good one, right? I came up with that myself. That's really good. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. 
And it's like, hey, you guys aren't exclusive. So if he is dating another girl, that's also okay. Unless mm-hmm. they're exclusive. Uh, you made a very good point of being like, I I find it so much more attractive. And it really like cranks up my interest in a woman when they ask me to do something. And and it's not saying that like I don't, you know, I, I will, if there's something that I want to do and I want to do it with a person, I will ask them or I will invite people out on dates and yada yada. But it's also nice when a woman is like, Hey, I'm doing this. Do you want to come with me? Or, hey, do you want <laughs> okay. to go? Do you want- it just, I was like waiting for where this goes because it sounded like the way you phrased it was like, I love when people, they just ask me to do shit. It's like, hey, do my laundry. Hey, dude, I was oh, like, what? no, no, no. No, I like, like, I like when women aren't afraid to, yeah, aren't afraid to make a move and be like, you know, let's go see mute. Like a band that I like is playing next week. Do you want to go see them with me? Like, that's incredible. That's what that makes me feel like the effort is being put in. It makes me feel like you're not just waiting around. Like if I ask you to do something, you're happy to do it. But like, you're not really going to put in the effort to, to ask me to do something. So my 100%. interest in a woman spark like jumps even like regardless of how interested I am in you in general or, or, or before you do that. But let me tell you, there's nothing more attractive than a woman who's not afraid to to ask me out on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, especially if like we've been is, seeing each other for a while that shouldn't be groundbreaking you want people to put in what you're putting in you know what i mean like it should be a two-way street a relationship it's like if you're inviting people out they should invite you out like if you're kind to someone they should be kind to you if you get someone presents they should get you you know what i mean it's, it should be like this but too many people are willing to like kind of passively sit there like for our fucking second date for the second date with my partner she was like hey i'm going to do flying trapeze you should come I was like, mm. fuck yeah. It's incredible. One of the coolest dates I've ever been on. It was so much fun. And we're still together. It's been like a long time. So there you go. Do that. Don't be passive. Be an active partner in the relationship that you're forming. And it's like, if they're not interested, you don't want to fucking marry this person if they're not interested in you. There's no fakery. There's no weird thing you could do to stand out. You stand out by being you because then they We've want you. We've so off you. track because this question is such a non question. You know what I mean? Like being like, how do I get the person? It's like, do you have 80 hours to listen to us ramble about every facet of Mm -hmm. relationships? Because like, it's not a, it's not an easy answer. There is no answer to that question. There just isn't. No. So asking, there's a million answers. Yeah. It's the same thing as being like, how do I talk to women? Are you fucking, (laughs) are you kidding me, man? Like Mm -hmm. other than me saying you walk over and you use your words to express the thoughts that are in your head so that they can hear it and process it with their brain. Like that's how you talk to a woman really. But like, they're like, there's so it's, Mm -hmm. I will say my last piece of advice is step away from this stupid binary. You seem to have of women want marriage. Men want sex partners. No, like that is so reductive and wrong that like, you're just going to live life with just the wrong expectations about everybody. Things aren't that simple. So stop. There are, there are lots of women who want to have a lot of sex. There are lots of men who want to get married. So you're already wrong. And you're just going to like... They're also not mutually exclusive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> just absolutely insane to, to be like, this is this and this. Like, no. So there we go. We're done. And that brings us to the end of the show in which we uh, open up our Tinder apps and peruse online dating platforms to see uh, what profiles are... Making the cut, which ones aren't? We look for red flags in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. All right, this is Anna. 
Thank you, Father Douglas, for the 600th lockdown. Hit me up if you have an idea for a date that isn't walking around the block 16 times. I really don't like hearing Doug Ford referred to as Father Douglas. <laughs> I love hearing it in a way because it is awful. It is. It is very funny, though. I mean, yeah, dating right now is difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I appreciate that they want to shake it up, but there's a hint of bitterness in there, too, that I don't love. I, I don't know if it's bitterness. It's I feel like it's more frustration at the situation because if you're single and trying to date right now, like what do you, what else is there to do? And I feel mm-hmm. like the the idea of being like, please, I need something other than a walk because we've gone on mm-hmm. so many fucking walks. That's fair. So but I, I also I don't know. I want them to suggest something. Anyway, I I'm giving it a six. Yeah, I'll give it a six as well. Okay. Now right. I only I only have uh I only have one this week. I was I slacked cool. a little bit this week. I got a bunch. Um, it's okay. Our agent Valiant Heart is just a champ. Yeah. This just is Annie. I've always operated under the assumption that there's plenty more fish in the sea, but I recently watched Seaspiracy, so here I am. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's very good. I like that. I, I think it's like it shows a lot in there. It shows that like, oh, you watch documentaries. You're socially conscious. You're able to make a joke that isn't hopefully repeated. Like I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, it's both like very culturally relevant, but also not overdone. You know, if she had something about like explaining Game of Thrones in there, that's super trite and boring. Look, <laughs> it is now. That was my profile fucking, what, eight years ago? Seven years ago? I'm joking. Uh, I'll give it an eight. Hey, hey, Niall. Mm -hmm. That was eight years ago. That's wild, man. That's fucked. We got old real quick. (laughs) How did that happen? Hey, we're becoming more irrelevant by the day. I'm giving it an eight. I also give it an eight. Very good, Annie. Uh, This is JS. Here looking for like-mindedness and not pen pals. Only interested in non-smokers, non-vaxxed, and emotionally available gents. Plant medicine, quantum physics, the universe and everything about it. Bacata, salsa, and the running man. Dance emoji. So, super into complex science. Don't want the vaccine, <laughs> though. Also, <laughs> I like complex science, but I also dance. hate facts. Yeah. Uh, it's a zero. I have no time yeah. for the unvaccinated right now. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's like, I don't really want to spend a life explaining why just basic science and facts should be accepted. Uh, this is Caroline. Born in Ile Blizzard, Montreal. Since then, I've outlived some interesting love stories. First, my Titanic affair. We ended more or less like Jaws. Following that lovely experience was The Notebook, which I thought was romantic, if not for IT. Our 20th anniversary was in a year, but Titanic rose again from the sea. Still, I have to say my favorite was Cinderella. It evolved into a Black Widow bride situation. I've moved on, obviously, but I still can't eat popcorn. I'm leaning towards the Saw series now. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. At first, I, I was like, okay, there's going to be a joke using all these movie titles you're using. But then there wasn't. And I are he- you talking about just liking movies and, and going back and forth to what your favorite movie is? Why are you saying it like this? Or are they calling their, like, are they naming their previous lovers as movies? In which case, their life sounds like a mess. I don't know. I literally, I, I don't know. I, I'm giving this a zero because it's so upsetting. Yeah. It's not good. Actually, no, sorry. It's, I'm giving it a one because sure. it's not, it's not zero quality. 
Mm -hmm. It's not like socially repugnant, but it is confusing and upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish to fuck. I knew what they were talking about, but I have not a fucking clue. Yeah. Me neither. I was really, I was like, did I miss something? Did I fucking black out and miss how this got going? Cause I don't get it. Yeah. It hurts my brain to read. Uh, This is Anna. I do not want to hook up looking for a plug and then all capitals. Don't know how to use this app. I'm a boomer. Then lowercase. What the fuck is a super like? It's like one, you're not a boomer. You're 27. Two, super likes are pretty simple to figure out. Yeah. Three. No, this it's it's bland at best. I'm giving it a two. The whole app is very easy to figure out. Yeah. Yes and no. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give it a two. We are on the same page today. Uh. This is Yvonne. I have no faith in this anymore. Dating the world. Don Cherry ever coming back. The basics. Dislikes, slow sidewalk walkers, and participation ribbons. Let's meet or I'll unmatch. Unjabbed, happily. Goal is land and chickens, 420 friendly. Land and chickens? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess to, like, own a farm? I guess. I mean, the second they were upset that Don Cherry's not coming back is enough <laughs> for me to be that's, like, nope, no thanks. That's exactly what the person who sent this in said. Yeah, just no. This is getting a zero. Oh, Yeah. Maybe even the minus. One more. This is Anna. Again, a different Anna. So many Annas. Time is merciless. It will make people look at their own truth in the mirror made by themselves. Again, the whole philosoph- the, the waxing philosophical on your dating profile without a punchline really bothers me because it doesn't say anything other than like, you might be, might be a bit much. It's like, I know when Brianna was on the podcast, we talked about some of the profiles we enjoyed that were funny are also... They give you very little to kind of go on by the person themselves. But it's like humor is a very big part of, I think, dating. And I think you do learn a lot about someone by like how funny they are. And obviously there's you're, you're missing a lot more. But with something like this, maybe it's just me, but it's like you don't really get anything from these vague philosophical posts other than like, meh. I, if I know you're funny, we can have a laugh. That's something we can build off for me. With this, it's like, pff, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I agree. It's one of those things where I'm just like, this could be something that really means something to you because of other reasons. Like this, there could be a very large story and very moving story as to why this quote speaks to you. But as a stranger spending 10 seconds on your profile, it seems very low effort because you've just copy and pasted someone else's words that really have no indication as to who you are as a person without, I would hope a fairly in-depth backstory as to why you chose this quote. Yeah. And it's like, if you have something like that, that might be really interesting. And that sounds like something you can drop on a date, but in this format, it's kind of just a nothing. So yeah, I'm going to get, you have to assume that like people are going to spend 10 seconds or less on your profile and immediately forget it. (laughs) what's <laughs> they've mm-hmm. said yes or no to you so like you need to make a quick impact and then you know let your personality shine in the messages if you guys match to mm-hmm. sort of like dump your personality in the form of someone else's words and hope that it means something to someone else i don't know how much success you're gonna have so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give mm-hmm. this a two yeah all right and that's it for us that's the show but don't that will wait do no it. there's still more stuff okay listen open your ears I'm not talking to you, audience. I'm talking to Dane. But you can stick around, too. Okay. Uh, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars, first, foremost. Thank you to everybody who's a patron. 
thank you for supporting us. That's incredible. We love you guys so much. We say it all the time and we won't stop saying it. Thank you to everybody who checked out uh, No Quest for the Wicked, our other podcast, which I believe we feed dropped last week. We got a whole bunch of you jumping onto that and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, we would fucking love to hear what you thought. Hey, even if you didn't enjoy it, we would love to hear what you thought because we always strive to make things better uh, no matter what. So thank you and feel free to reach out, please. Uh, It did really well. We were in the top, I think, 13 in the Canadian charts on our first week, which was fucking insane. So I'm pretty sure we have some of you guys to thank for that. So thank you very much. Again, we just cannot say it enough. Get anything to, to say, Dane? Yeah, if you have a question you'd like to send it in, please head on over to everybody'spodcast.com. Uh, you can hit the contact form, fill it out. You could choose your agent name or we will assign one for you. We keep it completely anonymous and we will answer it as soon as possible. Um, also, if you're interested in becoming a patron and supporting the show, as Niall mentioned, head on over to everybody'spodcast.com as well and click the Patreon link. It'll take you to the, the, the site and it'll give you all the options for $7 a month, which is sort of the medium middle tier you get a extra bonus episode every month called pillow talk where we get a little loosey-goosey we have a little bit of fun uh we keep things a lot more casual there we still answer questions now and then but we kind of like do whatever we want and and uh interact a little bit more intimately on that show um also as now mentioned uh we have a new show called no quest for the wicked it's an actual play starfinder show which means that we are playing a game called starfinder very similar to D, but in space it's kind of like improv and storytelling where a lot of our our decisions are dictated by the roll of a dice if you're interested in that head on over to noquestcast.com and there are all the links for all the listening platforms as well as a link to our discord in which you can uh hop on over and discuss the show with other people who are listening yeah it's uh, a lot of fun dane put in an incredible amount of work and it fucking shows uh and he dropped some crazy stuff on us that we aren't expecting and it uh gets wild pretty quick so i love listening to it and i'm in it so and i hate hearing my voice so you should definitely hopefully like it <laughs> and yeah ready for some bad sex ready uh this is it's kind of a funny story by ned vizzini no craig i want a big dumb fake answer Noelle rolls her eyes. I think her breasts roll in sync with them. Girls' breasts are so amazing. Yeah. Man, it's really, really... Because women are always like, hey, look at my eyes. My eyes are up here. But when the boobs are doing the exact same thing as the eyes... Exactly. Thank you. What am I supposed to look at, women? And no one's talking about it. Do you know how distracting it is where they, like, someone looks you up and down and, like, their tits just heave suddenly? The worst is blinking. Oh, my God. (laughs) my name is dane miller Uh, my name is now spain and we've been your fuck buddies blink them titties (laughs) 